Welcome to Real Talk. I'm sophomore Dylan Bear. And sophomore Jensen Marr. And today we're going to be talking about the recent happenings of the world of sports. The 20th, Team LeBron beat Team Duran 163-160 to in the annual NBA All-Star Game. In that game, LaMelo Ball broke Kobe Bryant's record for the f- most points by a 20-year-old in an All-Star Game. New York Knicks' Obi Toppin won the dunk contest. It was really a, a boring dunk contest this year compared to the previous years. The dunk contest has really taken a dip. A lot of players have opted out of joining the dunk contest, and so really there's just less and less competition, and it becomes kind of repetitive with the dunks, and it nobody really gets shocked about the um, dunk contest anymore. Yeah, I agree with you, Dylan, because, you know, like – Sometimes when I watch the NBA or dunk contests, it, I agree, it's just not the same as it used to be. Yeah, but uh, moving on, Timberwolves' Carl Anthony Towns won the three-point contest, which is kind of a shock because he's a big man. You, n- you usually don't see big mans going and winning the uh, three-point contest. It's usually familiar faces like Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, point guards, shooting guards, but a center took home the uh, three-point contest win this All-Star game. NBA also honored their 75th anniversary team this All-Star weekend with names such as Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and they honored the sad death of Kobe Bryant. Recently in the Super Bowl, the Rams beat the Bengals 23-20. Yeah, and it was really the, uh, the Rams' defense that made the difference in this one. It was a very close contested matchup with the Rams coming out with a win by only three points but with a last-minute fourth-quarter stop to hold the Bengals from tying up the game. Yeah, it was unfortunate to see Joe Burrow get hurt at the end. Yeah, that Bengals offensive line was just not able to keep Burrow protected. He was the second-most sacked quarterback in the regular season and was the most sacked quarterback in the playoffs by a lot. And due to that, he just... The, the way he kept getting pressured and sacked in the game, he injured his leg and was no, no longer able to move around in the pocket and escape the pocket like he was earlier in the game, and it really hindered the Bengals' offense. I thought the Bengals were going to be able to pull it off, but when I was watching, I was kind of disappointed that they weren't because, you know, I mean, it's the Rams. They were kind of overpowered, to be honest, but, you know, they should have just honestly just scored more touchdowns than them. Yeah, and it came down to another dominant performance by Cooper Cup. The nearly, nearly broke the record for most receiving yards in a single season this year, and he balled out once again in the Super Bowl. Eight receptions and 92 yards and two touchdowns. Odo Beckham Jr. had an amazing game in the first half with 52 yards and a touchdown before he was unfortunately sidelined due to an ACL injury. And most people thought that was going to be a big blow to the Rams' offense, but they continued to pound it and scored 10 points in the in the second half and really just put the Bengals to sleep. Yeah, I thought Odell was going to have a pretty dominant game before his injury. Yeah, and he was on pace too. I mean, two catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown, averaging 26 yards per play in the first half. I thought for sure that he was going to be the X factor in the Super Bowl, but it obviously did not come out that way. And both, both secondaries... Um, on the Bengals and Rams, 
were kind of lacking in in this game. We saw star cornerback Jalen Ramsey get beat multiple times by uh, the Bengals' Jamar Chase. And same thing for some of the Bengals' top corners. They were just really overpowered by Cooper Cup and that Rams receiving core, and it, it, it made the difference. Amazing or whatever. Even more exciting was than the Super Bowl was the halftime show. Yeah, they brought out some West Coast legends this year um, for the halftime show. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. I mean, that crowd was really enjoying that Super Bowl. Let's not forget the surprise performance of 50 Cent. It really shocked a lot of fans that he ended up being in the halftime show. And, I mean, they brought a lot of classics out for that. Still Dre, Lose Yourself by Eminem. It was it was a really enjoyable halftime show. Even Bengals kicker Evan McPherson came out of the locker room during halftime and sat on the sideline and watched the halftime show with everyone else. Yeah, I was most excited to see Dr. Dre and and Eminem perform in the Super Bowl more than any other other artists. Yeah, and the Super Bowl halftime group was not the only celebrities that showed up. There were a strong celebrity um, presence at the Super Bowl, mainly because the Super Bowl prices for tickets were insanely high this year. Cheapest tickets coming in at around three to four thousand dollars just for nosebleed seats. So, um, yeah, I mean, there were Kanye West, Antonio Brown, Magic Johnson, Jay-Z. Tons of people showed up for the, um, for the Super Bowl. Not a lot of fans, though, which is something that a lot of people are upset about because they don't, they don't understand how fans can show up to, to these Super Bowl games with ticket prices being so high. With the NFL season coming to, coming to an end, it marks the start of a new football season with a new league called the USFL that's making its way onto sports headlines. The USFL is a new developmental league for players that either never got drafted or that were cut from the NFL and won a second chance to play. Um, the USFL is a league with eight teams. The New Orleans Breakers, Houston Gamblers, New Jersey Generals, Tampa Bay Bandits, Pittsburgh Maulers, Michigan Panthers, Birmingham Stallions, and the Philadelphia Stars. Jensen, what do you think about a new uh, developmental league coming into the um, sports world? I think it's pretty cool because, you know, it gives the players a lot of chances to make them put themselves out there and, you know, have some fun with football again. Yeah, I agree. It. I mean, it's... I feel like we've been waiting for a uh, developmental league for a while because a lot of talent, that ha- NFL potential talent, goes wasted with just players that aren't seen or scouted by the right people or don't fall into the right position. And I feel like a lot of players who didn't succeed in the NFL with different coaching and different systems they're put in, they can make a new name for themselves and maybe get themselves back there. It also gives a chance for college players and players who went undrafted to just get another chance in the Super Bowl. And that's the case for number one overall pick, Shea Patterson, former Michigan quarterback, that uh, made his way to the Michigan Panthers as the number one overall pick in the USFL draft, followed by eight more selected quarterbacks in a row, all from various schools, NFL-level quarterbacks that never started, college and high school talent so i think this is going to be a very interesting season so dylan when's this new league supposed to start well the usfl season begins on april 16th 
Um, tickets for the games are being sold for only $10 right now, and all games this year will be held in Birmingham, home of the Stallions. But every single game, regardless of if the Stallions are playing or not, is being held in the same stadium in Birmingham, Alabama this year for, once again, the small price of $10 per ticket. And we've already seen a lot of NFL players um, go into this USFL league. A lot of players that never really had a chance in the NFL to shine. For example, um, wide receiver Sean Poindexter from the 49ers was the first taken wide receiver in the USFL draft. Putting our focus on football, the NFL draft is set for this April. Um, a lot of the uh, prospects in this year's draft, over 150 in fact, um, have said that they will boycott the Combine um, unless the NFL changes their COVID restrictions. The players are unhappy with the bubble and where they're required to train in, where they can eat, etc. And a lot of the players want that changed in order for them to show up at the Combine. What do you think about that, Denson? I think it's, it's I mean, they need their practice before the draft because they want to get, they want to be the best, best as possible. No. Do you think the players should boycott or they should just go and do it regardless of what the COVID restrictions are? I mean, they probably should just do it how the restric restrictions are set up because, you know, they, they probably wouldn't be able to fight it either way. Yeah, and um, shifting our focus from football, also in April, the MLB season is set to start. However, the MLB has been in a lockout for more than 80 days now which means no players or teams can negotiate with free agents, can negotiate trade talks, and they can't begin spring training, the regular season, the preseason, anything during that time. And the good news is that the meetings have been, uh, the meetings have been going longer between the MLB and the MLB Players Union, who, in order for the season to start, need to come to an agreement on a new contract, but thus far have not been able to and now more than 80 days into this, fans are starting to get worried that we may have a delayed MLB season. What do you think, Jensen? I mean, if they're going to have a delayed season, but they, they maybe should just have maybe more games possibly or something. And do you think they will come to an agreement, or do you think at this point it's inevitable? It's gone on 80 days now. Do you think that the MLB is going to have to delay their season this year? No, I, th I don't think they're going to delay it. I think they'll make it work, and... You know, they, sh they should be. They should work it out. Hopefully, and the MLB has just gotten back on their feet recently. They've had uh, their viewership has done nothing but increased over the past five years, and it'd be a shame to have their season delayed and watch a lot of fans leave the leave what has become of a much popular, a much more popular uh, sport in the MLB that was not that way years ago. Yeah, a lot of people are probably going to be disappointed, but. Hopefully they should be happy with what they would get. Yeah, and the, the, the season is nearing. We're now about a month away, a month or two away from the season beginning. And me, myself, I'm worried that, that this season isn't going to get started. And who knows how long we may have to wait. And with a lot of these other sports coming to an end, um, who knows? But um, something else recent that ended recently was the Olympics. Yeah. Um, the
And the they U.S. Win. Winter Olympics team placed fourth overall in gold medals this year. It's pretty terrible. And and I believe it was fifth or sixth in total medals this year, which was kind of disappointing. We're used to Team USA being in the top three, sometimes top two in the Winter Olympics. So what did you think about that, Jensen? Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't hear much about from Team USA, but I was kind of hoping that they would make a change and pursue to be better in the Olympics. But, you know, there's always the next time. Were you disappointed that they placed um, lower than usual in the Winter Olympics this year? Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit makes them look a little bad, but they can definitely fix it. Yeah, and a lot of things played into the um, Olympics this year as well with COVID and just different things that happened, mental things with people being stuck in bubbles during the Olympics and not really being able to leave their, not really being able to leave the Olympic grounds in once they got to uh, China because of the heavy, heavy restrictions there. Um, and debate whether the Olympics would even go on. Um, amid all the COVID rules and the drama between the U.S. and China. But I think we're both glad that uh, the Olympics did end up happening. Yeah, I agree. Even even though it was a little bit de- disappointing. Yeah, it was um, something to watch. Yeah, a little bit disappointing for the U.S. And so, yeah, I'll be looking forward to um, seeing them in 2028. Overall, Jensen, a lot of sports coming to an end. A lot of sports are starting soon. Where, where do you where do you sit at right now? Are you excited for the upcoming sports seasons to begin, or are you just upset about the ones that are ending? Oh, I'm definitely excited to see some new or new sports and sports coming back up because you know I'm excited to see baseball again. Maybe go to some games like Braves games possibly. And but it's kind of sad that NFL ended and college football, but. That'll come up soon. Yeah, they'll both be back real soon. And um, I'm just really – we're seeing a lot more sports come to an end right about now than we are seeing start. We've got the USFL now, but that league's kind of uncharted territory. We don't really know how entertaining it's going to be. And really, if the, if the baseball season ends up being delayed, sports fans are going to be left with – the NBA and possibly the NHL, and that's about it around this time. I think the NHL is going to be the best bet because, you know, that's that's my favorite sports personally, and I'm excited to see the playoffs and see who wins Stanley Cup. I hope Tampa Bay does not win, hopefully. That's just my bet. Best are, bet. are Tampa Bay favorites to win? or? Uh, not really, but most people who like them are bandwagons for sure. So, yeah, I've been Dylan Bear. Jensen Marr. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.